Blog Talk Radio. Tonight we open up the phone lines to you, the fans, on what you have been doing to try to save your soaps. Last week, ABC announced that they will be canceling All My Children and One Life to Live, where AMC will last air in September of this year, and One Life to Live will be last airing in January 2012 to bring in two new reality shows, The Chew and The Revolution. Call in to discuss your feelings on the subject at 646-595-4228. All that and more as we begin this edition of Buzzworthy Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Michael Grazade. You're listening to Buzzworthy Radio, and if you're not, you should be. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Buzzworthy Radio here on blogtalkradio.com and on buzzworthyradio.net. I'm your host, Navelle J. Lee. It is Friday, April 22nd, 2011, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on your Internet streaming computers. If you just came from Soap Central Live that was hosted by Dan J. Kroll just about an hour ago, we are going to be continuing that same topic into this show, which then also will then segue at 9 p.m. onto the return of Stardish Radio here on this same network with Joanna Kubistek, where she'll be having on special guest Captain Hickland and also be taking calls as well. It has been about a week and a day since it has been announced that ABC has decided to cancel two of its long-running daytime dramas, All My Children and One Life to Live. Recently, we had heard the development that Hoover has pulled out its ad money from ABC And I believe that's going to be starting, if not today, it starts the day after today, where Hoover will not be airing any of its commercials on ABC. And and, and the company knows that the fans are very upset about the soaps being canceled. And they are sticking behind them. And it's a great PR move that Hoover has been doing. It's created a lot of buzz in the industry. Many, Many of the people in the industry has been talking about what Hoover is doing, and there are many fans right now that have been trying to get others involved as far as companies. I've been hearing that they're trying to work on Excedrin, uh, Hershey, um, more to name a few, as well as the fact that they're going to be staging some protests and boycotts outside some of local ABC affiliates within the coming weeks. I, I urge you guys to call into the show to let me know what you guys are doing to try to save your soaps and what has been happening in the course, like how do you feel about the, the cancellations, and as well as the fact of what, where you stand at right now. If we do lose these shows, and that's a big it right now, even though it, it, it seems like everybody's acting it is set in stone, but they're doing their damnedest to make sure that this doesn't happen. But if we are left with four soaps, now I want you to think about this. If we are left with four soaps, what will you do to support those remaining soaps that are on the air? Will you watch those shows that are left on the air? What are you going to do? Call in at 646-595-4228. I almost messed up the number there. The chat room, unfortunately, is not working because I just got the message that due to an outage with Amazon Web Services, I'm not able to load a chat room. So I will not be able to have that accessible. It looks like it's not going to be accessible until about 10 p.m. this evening or sometime after that. 
So I unfortunately will not have a chat room up for this show, so I will not be able to read any of the live comments that people will put into the chat room. So if you want to send your comments my way, you can send them to me on Twitter at Buzzworthy Radio or my Facebook with the same name, Buzzworthy Radio, or to my email at navli at buzzworthyradio.net, and I will gladly read some of your thoughts on the air. So I wanted to make that known since if you guys are wondering why there was no chat room available, this is why that is. So I, I, I do apologize for that, but it, it looks like there is an issue with with the server that hosts the chat services. So I unfortunately will not be able to see any of you guys chatting towards me into the room. But we are going to take this first caller right now, calling in from uh, 616 area code What's your name? Where are you calling from? You're on Buzzworthy. How are you? Hey, Nib- hey Nibel. It's John. How are you? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing a little bit better. Um, I was really ticked off uh, last week. And um, I'm all for people speaking out and getting, you know, telling people, uh, telling networks that they believe in their shows and want the shows to stay on because I don't want them to go off either, but I'm... I don't know, and this is my own personal opinion, I don't believe that boycotting or telling this, telling the advertisers to pull their ads from ABC right now is going to work. If anything, I would tell them to contact ABC and say, if, you, if, you, if the shows do end up being canceled and you don't reverse your decision, we won't advertise on the Chew and the Revolution and then if the shows do get canceled, then they'll see that they're losing advertisers and they're not making money off those new shows. Because I'm I'm also kind of afraid that like if enough if like people were to pull ads, that that would only fasten general hospitals end sooner. That you know, what, could, that is what that that has been what some people have been saying is that with with what has been going on as of late, that it could easily, one, if not seal General Hospital's fate and they leave the network early. Um, they're also saying that about One Life to Live and, and All My Children. They might pull them off the air at an earlier date than what they have already set in stone if this, if it goes in such a way <coughs> where they're not appeasing to not just the advertisers but the ABC. I mean, if I'm looking at it in this perspective. That's a huge deal with Hoover pulling out of ABC. That that's that's completely amazing. That's something I've never seen before. And that's great in everything of the sort. But it could get to a point where ABC, the higher ups at ABC are gonna look at this and go like, you know what, we're probably gonna have to yank these shows earlier because of these fans, because of this and that and that kind of situation. How do you feel about the fact that they are going to be doing some protests within the coming weeks at their local ABC affiliates. They have, I mean, you already started to mention about the boycotting of... Well, I don't don't mind protesting in front of, like, like, I would probably hit up more of the ABC national studios, and I don't know if the affiliates would work, because, okay, the affiliates can tell the national station... Okay, if we lose these shows, it could hurt our news. But the affiliates have nothing. I mean, they're not the ones that made the decision to cancel the shows. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think it would be better just to send all your all your mail and all your tweets and all your Facebook and all your call center calls or whatever to the main network office. And I've I've done I've I was advertising PR marketing in school and you're taught because I t- took a I took a um uh a media buying class and uh media planning class and they tell you that if you do stuff like that that call centers for example will only take one call from the same number and count it as one so if you and I call 20 times a day they're only going to count it once you know it's not going to count towards the big total you know what i'm saying they're not going to be like oh a thousand people called today when really you know only eight called but they called you know a hundred times each it's not you know it's not going to count as individual calls so and I mean I understand that everyone is, is so passionate but I think bombarding with the same phone calls and the same Facebook like I'll go on the Hoover site and the well not Hoover site runs the man right now but the, the Hershey site on Facebook and you'll have like 10 or 20 tweet, uh, uh, posts from the same person saying the same thing and they just count that once so it's right. not like it's saying 20 people are saying this. One person is just saying it 20 times. You know, it's not looked in the same way. So I think it's kind of it's kind of counterproductive in that sense. I think, like I said, it's just better just to say, how about you threaten to take off the, your your ads or whatever with, with the new shows instead of, like, the shows that are currently on. And also, honestly, boycotting ABC primetime and hurting their ratings isn't really going to do anything except maybe get one of your favorite primetime shows canceled and then what does that do to the cast and crew of those shows they end up been doing with these shows you know the daytime shows being canceled so I you know I just don't see a merit in that I mean I understand why people were upset but I think some people are going over going after the wrong people you know what do you think of the Oprah video that was put out Yesterday, uh, many many sites had decided, had put up the Oprah video for those of you who don't know, to where she had expressed to the fans of why she can't save the soaps, uh, because there had been a lot of people that had been going to Twitter, sending her tweets, sending her messages on her website as well as her tweet account for the the own network as well, saying suggesting suggesting that she take on. All my children would like to live and bring them to network uh, to her network. Well, it, so it, 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 it's kind of interesting to me because um, I, besides listening to you and uh, Joanne, I, I'm also a faithful listener to uh, Daytime Confidential, and I listen to their podcast regularly. And Jamie Giddens over there had said that you know Own is Oprah didn't put according to him Oprah didn't put up any of her own money for Own. It's all Discovery Channel money. She just got creative control. So if a soap opera, according to Jamie, uh, if ABC make, uh, spends a million dollars a week on each of their soap operas, so it's like $50 million a year, from that standpoint, she can't even afford that. you know. So I knew automatically she wasn't going to take them on. You know, she can't afford it. So what really upsets me is people are, like, vilifying her. Not everybody, but there's a, there's a number of people that are, like, vilifying her for not taking them on when she never even said she was even considering it. Right. But I, I do give her a lot of credit for even making that video because she could have not said anything, you know. At least she made a statement, 
you know. That's that's the most honesty that somebody has given in this state of what's been happening with the soaps than ABC has given. Honestly, I think that with what Oprah had to say, even though some may not have liked it, she was upfront about it. She was very honest with her reasoning, <clears throat> even though there's some things I may not agree with. But, again, she was very upfront and honest in how she feels about if she were to take it on, if that were to be the case. Well, that, I think a lot of people a lot of people were pissed about the, uh, the ratings thing. And I can see from fans' standpoint where they're coming from. But I think that she kind of didn't specify in what ratings I think she was talking about. I think she was talking about the women 18 to 49 demographic. Right. And not households. And unfortunately, and I totally, I think, I think the 1849 demographic will be the death of network television, because that's all people care about. All the networks care about is that one demo. And she's right. In that demo, General Hospital is the only ABC show that constantly ranks above a 1.0 rating. All the mm-hmm. other ones fluctuate. So from that business standpoint, it probably isn't profitable for her to pick those up. But. Is there is the ratings? Do they do the ratings in the right way they should? No, they don't. Nielsen is so outdated that they're not getting a total picture of who is actually watching these shows. What is it like? Five to ten thousand families actually are. I think Nielsen's only made up about five or ten thousand families. So ten thousand families decide who watches who watches and what's on and what's not. You know that's not fair. Right. You know? I'm not saying that you put a chip in everyone's TV, but maybe you should have the option. Like, hey, we got these new digital TVs. There's a chip in there. If you want to be counted for ratings, turn your chip on. If you don't, then don't. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like somebody said on Dan's show earlier tonight that I, I, I absolutely no idea of anybody who was in the Eastland family. I don't either. I don't. So how how is this working? I I really don't. That's like my. That's my stigma. I don't know how these yeah. ratings count. You know, I really I don't, don't because. You know, we we keep getting the statements that it doesn't count DVR. It doesn't count when we record. It doesn't count when we watch online. It doesn't count when we watch on Soapnet. How is it counting? Like seriously, I I wish somebody would come on this show and explain to me the ratings process because. I am lost. I completely am. So I really don't know how these numbers and figures rack up. I don't think that the soaps are dying. I can understand where people are saying it is a dying. I know that it is has been psyching off, but you gotta let me let me give you an example. Beyond the Restless being the number one show on CBS, how is that pulling bigger ratings than some of its primetime shows on a you know and this is on a this is a Monday through Friday show <coughs> and it's able to well, pull ratings in that is higher than some of its primetime shows. I mean seriously, well, and, and, that, and that's a, and that's the thing that really kind of freaks me out too because when you're looking at The Young and Restless, which gets about a three point three to three point five averagely a week, you know household. Um, but they were getting like eight, nine, and tens like fifteen years ago. So oh, yeah. somebody like all those years ago must have been like, okay, why all this drop off when we still have all these fans saying we're watching, we're watching, we're watching? Maybe we should look at the ratings again because now you still have these PR releases, and I'm not making fun of the PR people at the networks, but they're saying Young the Restless is doing great numbers at a three point five, and General Hospital is doing a great number at a two. 
those are the ratings that canceled Another World in Port Charles. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just funny to me that that's great ratings now, but ten years ago it was crap. Right. You know, it's like you got to redo your system if you're not catching all the people. If they had redone the system five, ten years ago, Guy Light would probably still be on the air because I know tons of Guy Light viewers that watch that show. You know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's amazing to me that it was getting like a one point five. You know, right. It's it just doesn't it just doesn't compute. But until they fix fix the ratings problem, and it's not just daytime that has that problem. Nighttime they use the same system, except nighttime is a plus seven, and you know, for DVR and daytime for some reason doesn't, which I don't agree with. I don't agree you with that the, either. You have the same rule all across the board, or not have it at all. You know, right. So, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you got probably got a lot of Caller, they just wanted to say my piece. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much, John, for calling again. I appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon, Neville. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. I want to reiterate, uh, for those of you who are just tuning in now, I said it in the beginning of the show, uh, Maura uh, actually tweeted me this question. She wanted to know why, uh, why I'm not having a chat room tonight. And for those of you who missed out on the explanation, apparently the chat room server that we have as part of our hosting gig here at VTR, the Amazon Web Services, uh, there was an outage. So we might have issues with the chat room where we can't get it to load and we can't function with a chat room. And they said that Amazon is currently working on the issue and expects that the services to be restored by 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. So I can keep trying to see if I can get a chat room up in the meantime, but I don't think I'll be able to get one running at this point. I'm only on until 9. I think Joanne will probably be able to get hers working since she'll be on until midnight. Uh, But like I said, I'll try to work on it as best I can, but I I, I don't know if I'll be able to get it up for you guys. So if you guys want to just send me tweets and messages, if you can't call in, I I will definitely take those and read those on the air. I'm at Buzzworthy Radio, so definitely find me, send me some messages, follow me, whatever, and I'll definitely check you guys out. So it's a lot more interesting now. Since I don't have a chat room now, I can actually take focus on, on the Twitter on the Twitter comments that I've been getting within the last few minutes. So this is pretty good. Uh, I believe this is Tony on the line calling from Chicago. How are you? I'm doing fine, Nabelle. Good, good. I I understand you are very very upset with the cancellations as much as I am as everybody else is. Uh, how do you? What is your thought process going on in your mind about what has happened within the last week? Well, uh, well, Nabel, uh, pretty much. Um, I was pretty much in shock when I first heard the news uh, last Thursday night, last Thursday when the, the cancellation was, and the shock has pretty much finally worn off. And now I had the questions. Now the questions are asking in my head: Why? Why this happen? Why this happen now? Why this got to happen now? You know. And you're talking about two institutions of soap. So I'm talking about we're talking about 84 years combined. Okay, that's canceled. That got X'd for because of cool reality shows. I'm like, wait a second. And how would mm-hmm. somebody? How could how could Brian Fox do this? He said he made promises that he was going to cancel it, and all of a sudden he was not going to cancel it, and he still went ahead and did it anyway. Okay? And especially One Life to Live, I mean, they have been thriving lately in the rains, and their shows have been getting great of late. 
and they were actually in the last lane. They were third overall, behind plus behind Bowen and Beautiful and Line R. And now all of a sudden, they're going to be gone, and, and which I can't understand. I still can't understand it. I just can't. Isn't that? I mean, it's it's very ironic that they went. The ratings went up to number three for One Life to Live after the announcement the cancellations came out. I, I honestly thought that was interesting. And it's a huge slap in the face to all of us fans who especially have been watching for so long that we are now going to be losing these shows most likely. If it were up to you, how would you salvage these shows to keep them on the air? Wow. Wow. You just really you really asking the wrong guy on that question. Uh well, the best way I could salvage it um, is probably either either get rid of, get rid of get get rid of those uh, shows get rid of those uh, get rid of uh, we get rid of the view. If not, then cut the show back thirty minutes to thirty minutes. Just keep them on the air. You know what I mean? I'll try to keep them on, and then take the advertisers who has the biggest amount of money and say, hey, listen, you want to invest on these shows? You invest in them, okay? That way we can keep them on the air. You know what I mean? We were gonna, yeah, I've been hearing a lot of people suggest that, which I, I don't think that's a far reach. I think they should at least cut them down to 30 minutes. And then, you know, we cut on cut on some money issues, budget issues. I know All My Children has been the soap that has been suffering with being over budget for so long. I, I honestly think that cutting it back to 30 minutes would be absolutely huge. Uh, it would be a great... It would be a great thing for them if they did that. Um, Jamie Giddens actually was mentioning on Twitter the one day, they should follow the telenovela system. I really don't know how that works. But from what I understand, it's it's a pretty good system on how they do it, where they do it in so, so many weeks of an arc, and then they'll start and do a brand new one. I guess it's sort of like how when Port Charles were doing the books. Right. They pretty much suggested that they could easily do them that way, which I think could work. Doing them in 13-week intervals, they they start off with one story, and then after 13 weeks, they go ahead and start into a brand-new story, not last for 13 weeks. I, I mean, again, that, that's something that definitely could be worked on, but the main contingent that I think would be the main issue that I focus on is that they need to have somebody in charge that actually watches soap operas and likes soap operas and cares about soap operas. You basically have somebody in in the position right now where they really don't care. I mean, Brian Franz does not care. Joy Peterson, I've never dealt with her before, but from what I understand of how she operates, she doesn't know about soaps either. She doesn't care about soaps either. I've I, right. and again, I've never dealt with Joy Peterson before. I just know who she is. She is the vice the vice president of publicity for ABC Daytime. And honestly, it's just like you're not doing your job because you really don't give two shits. And that is absolutely terrible. It's completely asinine that you're having these people in these positions that are just set to ruin these shows and not fix it. They don't want to fix it. You know, they they hired all of these people. They hired McTavish to tell these stories about an aborted fetus. You're hiring this person to decimate all my children to the ground because you want to find any excuse at the drop of a hat to get rid of it. If you had somebody that was in charge that really, really wanted to salvage 
daytime as a whole on ABC, I honestly do not think we will be having to worry about this right at this point. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, Mabel. Um, and I, you get the point right on the head. And I will take you back probably a couple of years uh, a couple of years ago when um when all my children was changing hit writers. Uh okay. from uh Metavish from Metavish and they hired Charles Pratt, who okay. used to be over at General Hospital. That was the, probably the beginning of the end of this soap as we know it. Because when he got on there and started writing on the soap, when he got on with his head writing with his ideals, some stupid stuff like that, um I forgot what it was, the uh, what line they're talking about, one storyline they had, all those ridiculous storylines they had. I was like, oh, come on, get this guy out of here. Get this writer out of here. And then when they hired Barber, assigned uh, James Brown, I mean, what the hell? I mean, what in the world would you hire? You know you had a head writer all along in Lorraine Broderick. You should have put her on the damn thing two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? And if you put Lorraine Broderick as head writer a year ago, we wouldn't even talk about a cancellation right now. We would be talking uh, all my children being probably third or fourth or probably second in the race. You know what I mean? Here's my question to you. Um, since you said that, One Life to Live is probably the best soap on ABC at this point in time. Oh, absolutely. They have an under budget. They're able to work yep. with less money and still produce a quality show because Ron Carlovati and Frank Valentini know how to do it upright. We're talking about two guys that have been watching this show since they were kids. They understand the genre. They know how to work the genre. They know how to write soap. They know how to do Absolutely. soap. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in spite yep. of the fact that they went to number one, in spite of that, now let's say that even though they had been the best quality soap on the air, which it is, Operating at less money, which I thought that would able that would have been able to save them, because they're not using that money. They're not using a lot of money. They're using less no. money. No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They they're not they're way under budget. They never go over budget in in, in on their soap. They just keep everything under budget. Their storyline, they just the right stories. The production costs, they keep it down. And so then, why why are you getting rid of a soap? of that kind of caliber then. That's my question to you. Why would they want to get rid of it? And not, I don't and not using the excuse where everybody, which I agree with, is that One Life has been the red-headed stepchild of ABC. I want to know in everybody, everybody's opinion that is listening to the show, if you have an answer to that, please tell me, why would you want to get rid of a really good quality soap that, that, that has been appealing to the fans for Almost a year now. I, I mean, I've heard so much about it within the last year. You're now getting ready to get rid of it. Really? Why? For what? A cooking show that you have a 24-hour food network devoted to that and then another weight loss program. Um, we don't need that. We have The Biggest Loser. Do we need to have another one here? I don't. No. I don't understand the premise of that. So... That's my question to you. And you can say it's rhetorical. You can even answer it. I don't I don't mind. I will take any opinions, what have you. It's just, it's not even worth the aggravation to watch because I honestly don't think it's even going to sustain viewership. It, it really isn't. Well, anyway, I see this, Nobel. Um There's a lot of shows like that on T on daytime right now with these full shows. Uh, especially not on network, not only on the 
cable with the Food Network and all that thing. But it's also on shows like in syndication like Rachel Ray, which is kind of like a food show, you know, you know like a talk show slash food show. And you want to try to match that genre for that reason? I mean, mm. why? I mean, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, why you want to do that? Why you want to? And you like you said, the business we have the biggest loser over on NBC in prime time, so we don't need a show like a lifestyle house show like this. If I want to look at something like that, I can go to Discovery Channel, or I can go to a place called uh, Ion Television to get the uh, lifestyle what I want. So mm-hmm. I really don't need it on this network, okay? So why in the world you want to do it? Because you hate soaps. That's the simple reason. You hate. You don't like the soaps. You're not a soap fan. You've got to have a soap man who could run this network, who knows what the soap genre was, who knows how the ins and outs of the genre is, who's a fan of the soap. That's the number one reason. If you want to run this network at Davies Today, you better be a number one fan of soaps. Otherwise, don't bother. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I definitely agree with that. I I appreciate you calling in, Tony. I definitely will be um, heading over to Joanne's show in, in about an hour and a half. So I will definitely be over there as, as well. So thank you so much for calling in and stating your opinions. Very, right, very appreciated. I'll, I'll see you over on, I'll see you over on All right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. We're going to take this next caller from area code 570. Are you calling from Pennsylvania? I am. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. What's your name? My name is Sophie. Sophie, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank great. you so much for having this wonderful forum. Um, Absolutely. So, so fans can band together other than Twitter and Facebook. It's good to have actual communication. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that very much. Thank you very much. Uh, so, as as we have abundantly stated. Let let's get right into it. What what is your thoughts on what has happened within the past week with everything from the cancellations to Hoover pulling out to the fans banding together to get other sponsors to follow Hoover's footsteps as well as the uh, protest outside of local ABC affiliates. Um, I think it's all great, and I think in this time of media, stories seem to be just a blip on the screen and that it's on to the next story. And I think it speaks volumes that this story has been in the media in one shape or form, whether it be trending on TMZ or um, tonight it was on Extra with Mario Lopez. Um, Oprah was addressing the soap fans, um, saying that she couldn't take on the soaps. Um, CNN, on their online um, stories, they had a story about it. So I think it really speaks volumes that there is, a huge fan base and that Brian Franz thought, oh, you know, they're going to make a scuttlebutt and then just go away. Right. And and we're not. And Hershey's has been so receptive and wants phone calls. Um, you know, there's also a smaller company, Planet Forward, that pulled their ads. Of course, you know, they are small, not like a Hoover or a Hershey's. But right. Hopefully, hopefully we'll find out on Monday. I know General Mills is also... Um, listening to the fans. And I think what we need is a a person that is not in Disney's back pocket, Um, either a celebrity or some type of advocate that's maybe um, tied into Universal or tied into um, Mm -hmm. a different something, somebody that's not afraid to speak out to help us. Now you have also, uh, from what I'm gathering, you have been taking a part, calling the sponsors as well, I, I want to know what is the best way when they do 
if anybody is listening that hasn't called a sponsor yet that definitely wants to do so, what is the best way on how to handle that when they call the sponsors and say their piece about how they feel about what has happened with the loss of these two soaps? I think the best way is to start out by complimenting them on their product, and I really do um, have a Hoover in my home. (laughs) And I I am a huge Reese peanut butter egg fan. um, I am too. (laughs) The eggs are so much better than the cups. Um, Because there's more peanut butter in it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And there's not an extra wrapper to get off and I eat it. Um, But living in Pennsylvania... And being close to her, she also frequents the parks um, and a big fan of um, Mr. Milton, who does, who did very, um, like, very, um, trying to think of, like, he opened a school for children that their parents can't afford to send them to school. It's kind of like a boarding school. So he did a lot of charitable work. So I'm just a big fan of Hershey in general. So when I called them, I would just start out by complimenting them on their product and then telling them about what we the soap fans are trying to accomplish and would they be interested in listening. And I think maybe the fans need to realize that they're not the enemy. We're trying to get them to help us, so please don't be rude, <laughs> even though right. they want to be right, like, right, right. pull your ad, you know, how dare you? Because um, <laughs> they were like, wow, you're one of the nicer people calling in. So I just think it's important to, you know, tell them you are loyal to their brand, to their product. I'm sure many of us have General Mills cereals. Um, in our cabinets and just tell them, hey, you know, soap fans aren't dumb. We are consumers, and Brian Franz just really has our demographic way off. He's just, he is so out of touch, and now he's hiding. I feel that he's hiding under Barbara Walters. (laughs) I think he's hiding behind her, and I think he's given her a gag order, and we've all seen Barbara Walters when she, um, back when Star Jones was let go by The View, she came right. right out and said, I was willing to lie for Star and make it look like she was going to go on and do bigger and better things. And, okay, Barbara, you just admitted to us that you just said you were going to lie to our face and smile. So um, I don't really put any credibility into Barbara. Mm. It's It's... It's really a shame that we are losing soaps that have been a part of our lives for so many years. I've been watching for 20 years, and I'm 25 now. And I've never seen so many people rallying together to try to save something. I, I Honestly, I, ever, I never have. This has probably been one of the hugest compliments to soaps that I've ever seen in the 20 years I've been watching. And I commend people for that. I really do. So... I I urge people to do what they can, but as as I as we all said before, be respectful, be cordial about what it whatever it is that you're going to be doing to try to get the word out there. If all else fails, I I really want to see Brian Franz out of a job. If Me I can be upfront and blunt, hell, I can be upfront and blunt as I want. If if hey. Uh. Why not? Uh, Let's go with it. I I really want to see Brian Vaughn's out of a job because he really did decimate the shows as well as the fans. You know, finding out days ago, which I never knew about, he was was one of the heads at CBS Daytime back in the 80s. He canceled Search for Tomorrow not once, but twice. But twice. He, he wasn't it. held enough as a baby. I think there's something wrong with him. <laughs> that what it is. 
They can- canceled it not once but twice. It was originally on CBS. They canceled it off of CBS. It went to NBC. Once it was at NBC, he was at NBC. He canceled it on there as well. So it was just like, really? He was killing He was killing the soaps even before this yeah. happened. So it's just... He, and if he, I could add to that, um, I was fortunate enough to see the YouTube video of what he told the cast and the crew. Um, someone put it up on YouTube for a short time before it was brought down. And right. um, going back to Barbara Walters, she said, oh, he was crying. He was so upset. He was devastated to have to do this. He, There was not a tear. Not a tear. He has it out. He, like you said, for the soaps, I've been watching. I am going to be 38. Started watching with my grandmother. Watched on and off, you know, back with VHS taping and then DVR. Um, I was in the chemo unit getting treatments, and they have to realize, like, hospitals, nurses, it's escapism for people who are sick or I've been stuck in the hospital for long periods of time. It's like a familiarity. It is, you know, a part of our life. It, It means different things to different people. Now I haven't heard this. This tweet actually came from his name is Enrique. Um, he just posed a question to me: Is it true that NBC is interested in picking up all my children in one life? I've not heard that. I don't know. I don't know if you have heard it at all. Um, I I saw it tweeting today. I don't know though because it's so hard to get validity um, on the rumors. I hope it's a good rumor. Yeah. I honestly, if I, I mean, I was thinking about it. It's just like I don't know what they would do to make room for it on NBC because I know there's a lot of program they have that has been sent back to the affiliates. So I don't even know how that would work out. If I mean, I would love it if it's true. No, don't get me wrong. I would love it if that were the case. But I'm wondering what would they would cut back on. So right. I, I thought the same thing of DirecTV, too. I tweet DirecTV, and, you know, I I said to them, if the rumors are true that you are going to, in fact, pick up all my children and one life to live, I will sign a lifetime contract with you. I will never have cable again. So (laughs) I've heard heard that rumor. I do have DirecTV, so, you know what, hopefully that happens, too. I mean, I've been crossing my fingers that anything, any good can come from this. I would love it if some network or anything picks it up. I, I'm, I, I would love that. I, I don't think it's their time to go. Um, and honestly, all the fans need to stand behind the soaps. Even if they do go, like I said, if, if they go, and we are left with four soaps, I think we need to support them too because who knows how long they're going to be left with us. Absolutely. So. It's the whole genre we need to support. Yes. The whole genre, the actors, everybody, we need to stand behind them. That's how I feel about it. Absolutely, absolutely. And he, um, I think that we need to reach out to Allison Sweeney, who I believe he reports to in the corporate ladder. They took her phone number down off the EBC um, website, but I I do have it, and I'll be happy to put it out on Twitter. Um, I really think that he needs to be held accountable. Um, and there's some HR rumors about how awful he was to um, – different people um trying to think is it Kathy Breyer on One Life to Live and again I can't find confirmation that he said this but he said something to the fact that um due to her size that uh, he found her unattractive um for viewers so I mean right there he's just an HR nightmare I I did hear no I, class. 
I did hear that. Um, I again, I don't know for sure where the validity is, but I believe it is true that he did say that. Again, this is coming from a guy that only cares about the hot people. He only cares about the 18 to 49 demographic with women. He thinks that CBS daytime is that of for people that are in nursing homes. I mean, come on. This is Brian Franz we're talking about. No stones left unturned. I never, I didn't get to hear that video or audio that got leaked. Oh, it was oh. hard, cold. Oh, it was hardcore. Oh, it was hardcore. Yeah, he was. There was no emotion. No emotion whatsoever. It was awful. It was oh. until to move the co- to move cast of All My Children out to the West Coast. Telling Susan Lucci three days before, oh, tell you know while you're doing your press tour for your products, be sure to tell everyone that there's no validity of the rumors that we're canceling your show. I mean, how can he do that to people in general? These people uprooted their lives. I'm sure they have mortgages, leases. Um, they need medical insurance. Just absolutely, that's heartless. Dan Cole just sent me a message saying that it is true. He did say it to Soap Digest and said that Kathy was not what Soap fans think of as attractive, but later backtracked his statement. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, that just makes me hate Brian Franz even more. Than yeah. I, I, I just thought that it wasn't enough with this. It just adds on to the hatred. It really does. I, I'm sorry, but I'm really not sorry, but I'm just saying that to appease what I'm about to say. But Brian Franz has got to go. He has been a menace to this community for so long. I honestly felt that it, this should have been done sooner yes. than now. I mean, I'm glad it's happening now, but it should have been handled very, very sooner than what it has been. We're losing SoapNet. Even though it has been pushed back to spring of 2012, we are still losing SoapNet. I wish he never got in control of that because it definitely it was great as it was when it first started. Did you notice what he did to SoapNet? You know how we could watch our soaps on the weekend if we were working or couldn't catch them at their normal times? Did you notice that he started then um, pushing them back to the middle of the night? Like you couldn't watch them on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon? He, he Yeah, he would start putting the... Uh, I, I'm like, why am I going to stay up until 5 in the morning to watch One Life to Live Saturday night. It's from midnight to 5 a.m. Like, really? Why are you going to do that? And that's the only time you're going to air that marathon. And then you're going to do the same thing with Days of Our Lives the next day. Yep. Really? I that. And I also noticed, did you watch um, the extra, it's kind of the webisodes, Ask Your GH Stars, and um, he sat with Laura Wright um, and said stuff like, um, do you, do you think um, Carly has anything that she needs to be that she regrets that she's done? Even in that, he came off as such an arrogant jerk. Like he didn't even wow. like soap operas. I'm yeah, gonna have I to don't... find that. I I I have not seen it. I'm gonna have to find that. That's like yeah. my mission now. Ooh. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Okay, good. Yeah, that's not good. Well, really if I could just shout out to my fellow tweeps who have been working so hard, Spin Sixanella is the one that told me about your show. Yes, and go ahead. Dolphins Glow, um, Fire Franz, he's hysterical. I <laughs> his love av- Fire Franz, I do. Oh, my God, his it. avatar cracks me up every time I see it. Um, and Mob Princess, just all the people that tweet every day to remind people to call the sponsors and 
um, you know, try and just give us an avenue to be heard. So I'm sorry, I don't want to monopolize your time. Thank no, you. you're good. You're good. You're good. Uh, more people are starting to call in now than before. So now the switchboard's starting to light up a little bit. Oh, so we're really good. We're good. Like, you know, we were like there and then I saw more people starting to come up. So I was like, this was good. So we're now able to now branch out to uh, more people now on the line. So I'm 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 happy with that. So you're good. You're good. Oh, thank you. And I will keep listening. I, I hope people can share ideas and, you know, so we can just push forward and keep this in the media and hopefully someone will pick them up. And if they don't pick them up, we went down trying, but then we really need to work on getting Brian Franz fired. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate oh, it. Thank you. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Absolutely. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Well, Bye. I'll be holding and listening. I'll be holding, yeah, but definitely. All right. Let's take this call from Washington, 206 area code. What's your name? Hi, I uh, my name is Clark, and I have something to say about Brian Franz. He makes me take the hugest shits ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that could apply to a lot of people at this point. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. I uh, got Phil on on the phone line. I, I know we have talked about it a little bit uh, on how we how we felt about it. So, go yeah. ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, you know how I feel. It's um. I know how you feel. How to how, basically? I don't think everybody else knows how you feel, so let them know how you feel. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I'm definitely upset about it. Um, with a, one of your other earlier callers that said that uh, they don't understand why One Life to Live got canceled, you know, because it's the best soap on TV, and I totally agree with that. And you know, I definitely agree. Franz needs to go. He's the biggest problem. Um, once you get him out of there, maybe things can start happening for the more positive um hopefully it's not too late for that now hopefully all the fan campaigns and everything that everybody's doing can you know help get this back you know help get this in order and you know we can always we can always hope you know it's all we have (laughs) yeah i mean honestly i've been hearing uh differences of opinion when it comes to that because there's been people that have been saying if we do get him out nothing might be changed uh you know i i I wish that were the case. I really do because he needed to be out of that position a long time ago. He really, really did. Um, yep. I hate the fact of what has co- what it has come to in order for us to start banding together to do something. You know, it came to this where we had to be told the news that oh yeah, by the way, we're losing all my children. One life to live as if we were nothing. You know, I, I mean that that still burns me up. It really, it really makes me furious to even think about the fact that Susan Lucci got made a fool of when she went on her book tour, basically telling the whole world on national television that all oh, my children are not going anywhere. She's got scripts for next year that she is going to be looking at soon. She and all this other stuff. I mean, seriously, you made Susan look like a fool out there to the masses. I mean seriously, who does that? Yeah. You're gonna call in you're gonna call in your troops fifteen minutes before it officially gets announced everywhere to tell them that your shows are going off the air. Fifteen minutes beforehand. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. What the yeah. hell is that about? I mean I, I just don't yeah. I could go on all day about how much I hate the man, the myth, the legend that is Brian Franz. I, I 
just can't believe you would do that to your people like that. But again, this is a guy that does not like daytime as a whole to begin with, bringing in these reality shows that he thinks are going to be top-notch. You knew right away, as soon as CBS started doing it with As World Turns and Guiding Light, and what they replaced it with, Brian Franz was going to start eating that up. Right. I mean, he's just... He, he's classless. I mean, he really is. Like, the way he goes about it and the way he's gone about this. I mean, there's so many people out of the job now. You know, you've got two whole complete shows of, you know, pretty full casts, you know. And now they don't have a job. They're jobless because of, you know, the way he went about it. It would have been nice at least for him to let them know, you know, a lot earlier probably. You know, I think it was really sudden the way it happened, and especially two in one day. I mean, it was like it's a double double whammy right there. Um, you know, and basically, you know, just the way he went about it was it just makes him look makes him look like a you know like a, a not a good man. I mean, it's just you know, it's just like it just makes him look bad, and I think that's why part of the reason why you know some of the fans can't stand him. You know, and I don't blame him because it's you know he's. It's just very classless what he's done, and I, I really hope that uh, all the people out of the job can wind up all right and we'll find something that they'll enjoy doing for now on. It's, just, it's a tough situation all the way around. I feel bad for a lot of people. I agree with this wholeheartedly. I feel really, really horrible for the actors and actresses right. that are now out of a job. I feel awful because especially for the All My Children cast, because they had uprooted their lives from New York to right. Los Angeles. And I've heard from an insider that they felt that they were going to at least last for like two more years before this news came out with the move. They felt that they had maybe about another two years before they even have to worry about the word cancellation. Unfortunately, they were proven wrong. And... You know, hearing the backtracking of the story is like this was planned for a year. He had no he had no rhyme or reasoning to keep it on the air past a year. He wanted to get rid of it. He expected Susan Lucci to retire once this move was made. And lo and behold, here she is. <laughs> she usurped him and said, Oh yeah, she's gonna make the move and take the pay cut. Pissed him off. Good for her though. Pissed him right, off. Of and I'm just like, you know, there's people out there that sold their homes in New York to make this move. What are they supposed yep. to do now that are out of work? You know, I when I was reading Catherine Hickson's blog and reading her tweets and everything of what she had to say, especially about Michael E. Knight, one of my favorite actors, Tad Martin from the show. You know, I honestly don't see him anywhere else. There's like plenty of people who I don't think will be able to get another gig outside of this show. Right. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I honestly don't. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, who would hire? Most people will look at the younger, younger actors and actresses now to bring the soap. Yeah. They're not yeah, going to hire right. a Michael E. Knight. They're not going to hire. A Walt Willie. They're not going to hire, you know, a Jerry Verdor, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's, like, shows now they are not even looking towards the vets anymore. I, I think that's that's what makes it hard, though. You know, that's what makes it hard is because you got all these veterans out there. Robert Woods, you know, Hillary B. Smith, just to name a few. 
that where you know, like you said, where are they going to go? You know, where, where are they going to go? I mean, it's not like you can just plug them in on one of these four soaks that are remaining because their their casts are bloated. They have a huge they have huge casts. B and B is only half an hour show, so it limits limits where you can go anyway with only four soaks remaining. So I mean, people like that may be done for good. That's that's the sad part about it. They may may be done. We may be done seeing their them acting for for good. I mean, and that's sad because. Michael E. Knight, like you said, he's a legend in daytime, you know, and he adds one of my favorite characters of all time. So to lose, to lose, to not see those people anymore, I think is is another thing, yet another thing that makes it so difficult, mm-hmm. you know. And I just, I just, I just wish them all the best, and I hope that they can find a job, you know. It's, I've been out of a job myself, and I know how it's like. It, it sucks, you know. So hopefully, hopefully they can all find something that they can enjoy, and that'll keep them going. Hey Dan, uh, Dan Kroll. I know you're listening. So uh, we had the same tweet. Enrique send me this that Brian Franz's role as creative consultant of All My Children and One Life to Live from 2004 to the present day, as well as story consultant of GH from 2004 to the present day. I mean, yeah, he is overseeing the daytime as a whole, but I had no idea he did creative consulting and story consulting for those shows. I mean, seriously. Now I understand why the shows suck. <laughs> I mean, that that harsh of me, but that's like... That, Not at all. I totally, I totally understand it now. I totally get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> like mob, 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 24-7. There you go. Yeah. yeah, it's all mob. Sonny Jason all the time. That's all you I, get with that show. I, I, I like Mary Spinard. I do. I me like too. him a lot. But... That's got to get scaled back. That really has to get scaled back. If you really, I honestly feel now, if you want to see GH survive a lot longer than what a source is claiming it, that they're going to make an announcement in January of the coming year that it's going to go off the air in September of 2012, that's the word that's been put out there, folks. They're looking at getting rid of GH from what a source is saying. And like I said, a source, it's not mine, but a source from what I heard from someone else, a source is saying that, they will make an announcement in January 2012 that GH will be departing ABC in September of that same year. Honestly, if people at GH really don't want to have the show go, which at this point in my time, I don't even know if that is even the case. Uh, I honestly feel that those that are working with the writing, directing, whatever have you, that is micromanaging GH right now. Maybe they want to get rid of it. I don't know what to think anymore at this point in time because of what I because of what I know and what I've heard. It just seems like they want to ruin the soaps. Who's to say that they don't want to ruin GH just to have an excuse right. to get rid of it? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like yeah. that's what I want. I, I want to know that. I want GH to stay on the air. But for me to feel that way, and if the people at GH want to keep it on the air and make the fans happy, they need to start listening to the fans. The fans need to be heard for that. And many of the fans wanted to go back to how it used to be back in the day. Mob was a part of it, but Mob wasn't the central focus. There There needs to be a balance on GH right now. There needs to be a complete balance on that show, which it's not. it's not having it. With the remaining quarter mains that are left, and that's Tracy, Monica, and Edward, they need to be shown more. 
they need to be at least in the front burner doing a story. They never should have killed off Alan to begin with. No. Number one. As much as I, I, I never really liked Natalia Livingston's version of Emily, but they never should have gotten rid of Emily either. I will say that as well. I'll even go forward in saying that. They need to keep the Quartermains in check. They need to have them up front, up close and personal. Uh, you know, they need to scale back the mob-centric things a bit. You know, we can still have Sonny and Brenda and Jason on the screen, but it doesn't need to be all the time. Right. Another thing I feel is that, you know, I am so glad they had the guy that plays Sean on contract because we need a African-American on the show. We haven't had any ever since they killed off Justice. That's, a, that's just a side comment that I felt that I wanted to say. I felt that way. Um, you know, now that they have him on the show, why not? You know, give him something to do. Make him worth it. He's a good actor. Make him work it. You know? Right. It's just, I'm sick and tired of all the mob stuff that has to be saddled to the front to bring to have the other stuff that we probably want to see more of pushed to the back. Um, what's the other thing? I, the other thing I wanted to mention, I honestly, I I had it in my head and I completely forgot. But yeah, it just needs they need to they need to scale it back. They need to scale back the mob stuff. They really do. It's really a shame. But I'm gonna put you back on hold. I have more on the on the line. There's a message she had actually sent me that I'm pretty sure she wants to make note of on the show. So I'm gonna put you on hold. I'm gonna bring her on in just uh, right now. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. All right. I brought you on, Mar. You had sent me a message just a few minutes ago that I figured that you. Probably the best, the best person to share it than myself. So go ahead. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is true. This is on um, Twitter right now from a source that was sent to Kat um, Hickland and Robin Strasser to pass on that um, Facebook is deleting any posts related to One Life to Live in General Hospital and blocking members. They're censoring. Um, what people can say about the shows. Now, I don't really know how Facebook can, you know, do that unless they're in Disney's back pocket, too. But um, that's They're it. censoring who? They're censoring the stars or the fans or what? The like, fans. They're censoring um, the fans? Really? The, group, how can... the groups. All those oh, groups that are oh. out there trying to get things, you know, uh, underway. Boycott ABC, blah, blah, blah. That's all I know about it right now. Um but it was passed on to Robin Strasser, and you know how she's going to react to that. So, oh, of course. Um, that was the latest. That I mean, I really that's on my timeline as of like five minutes ago, and I sent it or ten minutes ago. I sent it to you as soon as I heard it. But I mean, if that's true, then something's got to give because you can't do that. I mean, every media outlet has taken this and run with it, every social network has run with it, and now Facebook is saying no, so what's Twitter going to say no? Like, we can't speak our minds. You know, that's part of being American. (laughs) I mean, I get it if they're bashing people. That's one thing. I mean, but we do have the right to say Brian Franz needs to go. I mean, we're entitled to an opinion. Now saying, like, 
you know, maybe death threats or something negative like that. Yeah, let's not do that. (laughs) Let's not go there. I think it was yesterday. Um, Just as a side note, I was like, what if I get, like, One Life to Live tattooed on myself? You know, and I was talking to um, Wubsnet. Um, We were going back and forth. And she's like, no, then they'll think that you're just a crazy soap fan. I'm like, oh, yeah, we don't want to go there. And I was I was kidding. I wasn't really going to do it. But, you know, I think that's kind of how they're perceiving us. Even though we are very organized, that stigma is still out there of being oh, crazy. And it's like, how can you say that we're crazy? I mean, most of us hold down legitimate jobs, have to work. I mean, it's just a fact of I want to, I want to, I want to interrupt you for a second. Yeah, uh, Kristen Alderson just put out a tweet just now, and it says, I want to thank everyone for trying their best to keep the soaps, but I'm afraid nothing will work. As upsetting as it... Hold on. There's more. It, it's, it's, a little, it's a little paragraph, so it, it, there's, a little, there's more. As upsetting as, upsetting as it is, we should be as positive as possible. Instead of wasting time boycotting, yelling, crying, etc., let's please just enjoy the last seven months we had together. I love all you so much, and none of us, the actors and crew, want to see you all in pain. I know that all my children will like to live will do our absolute best to put on a great show until the very end. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. What's your take on that? I was going to bring her up. Um, Go on. Go ahead. uh, I love Kristen Alderson, and, you know, there is a very good chance that she could be listening to this because... She's one of the people that does do that sort of thing. So I, I want to make it very clear that I love her as an actress. I love her as a person. She posts the funniest stuff. You know, I mean, she's just a sweet girl. But I have this feeling, and I think, I don't know if I mentioned it to you or to someone else, that... Um, oh, okay, she just retweeted it. All right, I got you, but go on. Okay, um, go ahead. Someone behind the scenes is having them say these things because we're not hearing from the actors at ABC and One Life to Live. And then all of a sudden, we see her with Chad Dooley all over, you know. I saw that. I did see that. And it just makes me a little uncomfortable. I I mean, for your show to be canceled that you've been on for, I think she said 13 years at this point. Yeah. And you're okay with hanging out with Chad Dooley, who still has a job. And, you know, it's great that you're okay with it, but it's almost like positioning yourself for General Hospital. And it's like, I don't like that. You know, it it just made me uncomfortable. I mean, I get she was on vacation. I get Chad's from Arizona. But it was like, okay, now we're all going to hang out together. You know, like, it it just seemed a little bit too much to me. It, that was my take on it. But, you know, it it almost was like, <laughs> look out, Andrea Bogart. Like, you better <laughs> make sure you have a contract <laughs> because you could be replaced. Um, even though I don't think the Mabby fans would be too happy about that. But... You know, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I know your take on it. You've heard a lot from me over the last week. Um, if any, if you know what Kristen's saying is true, and nothing's gonna work, then you know, for God's sakes, please let Ron Carlovati go to replace Guza because I can't take it anymore. Like, I, I just can't. The writing at General Hospital, I just oh. Oh, I have no comment on the writing at General Hospital other than maybe it is what you said before, and maybe they're trying to make it so awful they have an excuse to cancel it. 
Yeah. It's, it's it's like you're saying, uh, Sophie, just on your tweet saying, it's Ruben and Kelly Ripa in the view have a gag order not to speak about soaps. I, I mean, honestly, like, why? And Kelly Ripa was on one. Why can't she express her opinion about it? And, and you know what I mean? It, it, she, she's not on herself anymore. So really, what is the point to keep her quiet? I don't understand that. The other thing is, as far as Kristen is concerned, she's a very young actress. She's very good at what she does. She's been on One Life for so many years. We watched her grow up mm-hmm. with the show. And, you know, I can honestly see her heading somewhere else. Yeah. If if General Hospital is the soap that comes to mind, great, great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But, you know, honestly, I don't know what's going to happen from this point on. I, I really don't. It's really... Yeah. Unsettling? It is a little bit. It is only because, you know, it, it's... It really, in my mind, feels like it is an end of an era. I, I, I hate saying that, yeah. you know, because we are... It's like now down to its last pegs. I I don't want to think of it that way, but it's the truth, though. And uh, Enrique said, Wendy Rich or Frank Valentini needs to come to GH as executive producer. I purposely have been saying this for so long that Wendy Rich needs to come back to GH and fix this. I'm like, where is she at? What's she been doing? She's got to come back and do this. She needs to, because those were the glory days of the show. Oh, absolutely. I'm keeping you on. I want to take this call while you're here. Um, I have no idea who it is, where you're calling from. So, what is your name, where you're calling from? Enlighten me. The only reason I have no idea what area code it is, because it's not oh, showing me? up. It looks, yeah. 860, Connecticut. Well, not you, but... Oh, I think there's, like, there's this call. We have a caller on the line that has just called in, and Hello? I guess you're a Skype call. Are you a Skype caller? Or you have a black... Yeah, hi, how are you? Uh, Is this the guy who was on uh, All My Children? I wish I were, (laughs) but if I was, please tell me, folks, was I on All My Children? Help me out. (laughs) Maura, anybody? I just called in to say, um, I think you'd like big nigger balls and you... Got that off the way. Dumped. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Love those calls because they did have a show for you know about two seconds a couple of years ago, and <laughs> you know I got a lot of those calls. Um, you know it's funny because I wake up now and like this morning because you and I both took or had today off. I took today off. You had today off, and I'm like, "Where's Navelle? I have guilt about not going to this protest." And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah. "You know, I'm like, you're like I'm awake. I'm awake. and it's like." You know, like, fans shouldn't feel like that. But, you know, this has been part of, like, I'm three years older than I am. You know, like, this has been part of my life, my whole life. My mom watched all my children, then we'd watch As the World Turns and Guiding Light. And when I was, um, I don't know, like, 11 or so, I think uh, Jonathan Jackson joined General Hospital, so I switched over there. But, you know, like you said, it's the end of an era. It makes me very sad. Um, I almost, and this was something I thought of, um, when you were talking before, do you remember those what ifs they did last summer? Yes. I almost feel like that was Franz testing who can go where, who can go play with who. You think so? That's kind of what I think he was doing. Like, can Trevor St. John be up against Bradford Anderson? 
like mm-hmm. who can play his long lost dad? You know, like like the actors they want to keep. Who can play who? You know, and that's kind of how it felt to me because they weren't. I mean, some of them were funny, but they weren't that funny. And you notice it was like Cameron Matheson, you know, Laura Wright, Maurice Bernard, Susan Lucci. You know, it was like the people that he would want to keep if he could. And I feel, you know, you asked, you know, why was One Life to Love canceled? In my opinion, and I sent this to you, but I obviously didn't tweet it, but in my opinion, I think One Life to Live, best show on the air right now. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, I come home, I watch it at the gym. I schedule a meeting with myself at work so that I can go downstairs and go to the gym to watch One Life to Live. I mean, that's saying a lot. So, <laughs> you know, like, oh, hey, it's 2 o'clock, what meeting are you going to? Um, my One Life to Live meeting? Got to go. Um, but, you know, those actors are so good, and you're they're coming in under budget. They're not doing these big green screen things like General Hospital. There's no explosions. There's none of that extra stuff that nobody really cares about. Um, their sweeps are actual arcs in the storyline that you're like, Yes, finally. You know, here we go. Um, they're not They've been like, actually doing cliffhangers as well. Yeah, you know, uh, and so I think that they're coming in under budget. They, there's no reason to cancel them, um, but I think they're doing it, like I said to you, honestly, because, and this is nothing against the cast of General Hospital because they're the, some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And I love Maurice mm-hmm. Bernard and... I love Steve Burton, but they demand a lot of money, you know, and they refuse to take pay cuts from what I understand. They have a lot of demands, and Franz was more than willing to be okay with that, you know, and the second Maurice says, I'm going to retire, that show doesn't stand a chance with ABC, in my opinion. I don't think GH would be able to survive by itself. There's no way. Mm Mm-mm. Unfortunately not. I mean, maybe 10 years ago, yeah, but they killed everybody off. You know, like, Sean, I lo- like you said, I love that he's on contract, but why not make him, like, you know, a quarter man? He could easily be a quarter man, and they haven't tied that in. You know, Maya just disappeared because she went off to do her other show, but there's no mention of her. And, mm-hmm. you know, then you have, like, you could bring the Quartermains back with, you know, if these shows, if we can't save all my children and one life to live, you know, you could bring, I mean, Trevor St. John would be, and you know how I feel about him, but that's different. He would be a great Quartermain. I mean, he could play, like, evil Quartermain side really well. Like, that would be a good role for him. But, again, it's in California. Are you going to make them move? Would he move? You know, there's, it's that question I came up with, you know, like Michael E. Knight. Like, I was surprised that he moved, to tell you the truth. I was, too. I will, I will go on, on the record and say I was really surprised that he made the move to Los Angeles. I really was not surprised that Susan Lucci did. No. I honestly thought she was going to follow on my children wherever it went. I did not think Michael E. Knight was going to make the move at all. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion as well, I don't want to see these characters cross over to General Hospital as the characters they played on the other show. No. 
I think if they were going to go there, they should play something different. If they could be a quarter main for one of the actors or whatever, I'd be all for it. Mm-hmm. I could see them on Days or Y&R. Y&R especially, I could see Yeah, them. Y&R takes all the ABC actors and makes them better. That, and they use the veteran people. It may not be the best material that they have, but right. they at least utilize the veteran actors on their show. Oh, yeah. You know, like... I don't want to take up all your time, but I'll tell you a quick story, you know, because um, anybody that follows me on Twitter knows that, aside from working in a very dull industry, um, I've done some acting, I've done some modeling, I've done that kind of stuff. And when I was 16 years old, I went to the Daytime Emmy Awards in New York, when they were still in New York. And, um, you know, I had my ball gown, because back then everybody used to be, you know, dressed to the tens instead of, like, short dresses and stuff. Um, and I went to the Rainbow Room in New York City. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard and, of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. And, you know, and my mom's like, you know, you, you have to go there. It's, you know, it's one of the best restaurants in the city. So we went there before the award ceremony, and I was all dressed up and everything. I'd gotten my hair done at one of the salons in the city. And we happened to be in the elevator with Bob Woods. And oh, okay. at the time... I didn't watch One Life to Live because I was watching As the World Turned. But I knew who he was. You know, I'd seen the promos because I watched General Hospital. I was like, oh, my God, that's the dude from One Life to Live. You know, like. Right, 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 right. I was too shy at the time to say anything. And my mom's like, this is my daughter, you know. She wants to act, whatever. And he was the nicest guy. And he's like, well, what type of acting do you want to do? And I was like, I want to be on daytime. And, like, and he smiled and he was really nice. And he was like, let me give you a piece of advice. He goes, three times tough. Don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do it. You certainly can if you want to. And there are plenty of people to support you. He goes, but don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do anything. And I'm like, this guy doesn't even know me. And that says so much about the actors on those shows that he would say that to someone he doesn't even know. You know, like, don't let them beat you down. Like, it's a hard business. He said that. He said, you know, it's a tough business. Don't let them tell you you can't do it. If you want to do it, you will. And, you know, I did. I I did some Lord and Taylor stuff. You know, like, I did a few things. And to this day, like, that sticks in my head. And then to see, like, him just shoved aside, like, whatever. That's what hurts me. Like, mm-hmm. like he hasn't given back. Like, and him, Michael E. Knight, like, all these people that have been there for so long that are great to people. Like, Michael E. Knight will go on the record and say, I don't have fan events because I don't think anybody will come. Like, <laughs> you know... What? That's, really? Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Um, lies. It's all lies, I swear. <laughs> it's all lies. <laughs> and, and you know how packed it would be. But that's just, like, the type of people they are, you know? And that's what makes me sad. And it's a loss for the people that um, watch. You know, like, for me, like, a 16-year-old girl that was, like in New York City getting headshots and, you know, going to the Daytime Emmy Awards because Jonathan Jackson was there and, like, woohoo, um, mm-hmm. You know, like, for somebody like that to take five minutes out of their time and, you know, introduce me to David Canary and, you know, like, all these people that he he was having dinner with, and, you know, just he made a big deal out of it. You know, like, she wants to be in daytime one day, so maybe one day we'll work with her. You know, like, just to be nice like that, people don't have to do that, and most people wouldn't. 
And that's the type of people that they're firing. And they should be, like, ABC should be ashamed of themselves, really. Yeah. You know, and I know you have a bunch of people to talk to, so I'll let you talk to them. I Well, I appreciate you calling in, though. I, I thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you for your know, piece. Hopefully it'll work out, you know. But in the meantime, we all have each other, and we'll all try to stay positive. Absolutely. And we'll see what unfolds in the next week or so. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. right. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. I don't think it... Okay, there we go. Um, All right. Let's see. Caller from... We're going to keep it going here. Caller from... uh Uh-oh. All right. I think I got you up there now. Caller from Oregon. You're on the line. How are you? Hello? Hello? I... Don't, I think I lost you. I hold on. Um, Hello. All right. All right, I got you on here now. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Uh, oh, I had a question for you. Hello. Uh, okay. Do you have any? Oops. Let's see. I think I'm like losing. Losing my switchboard, everybody. It's like I'm having now technical difficulties, so I don't even know what is happening with my switchboard at the moment. So it's weird. It's very, very weird. I got a New I York caller. I don't even know. Like everybody is like calling in and is like spamming up the switchboard. Is that awful? <laughs> That's awful. I I really am shocked by that. I've never had so many callers calling in to this show that I had to dump within the last five minutes. I think this is the first time in a matter of a year that I've had to do that. It's very scary. Very, very scary. So I don't even know what to say to that except go just nod my head, just nod my head, and that's it. Just nod my head, and that's it. (laughs) That is awful. Awful, awful, awful. So, let's see. I I see Sophie still here. I think that you're like the only person on here so far that has been that hasn't been like a caller right now. That's like for me to like dump yet. Oh, what the vulgarity! You're fast on your fingers or whatever you're doing to get rid of them. <laughs> I I'm like hearing it, but it's just like I'm I immediately as soon as I picked it up, I'm like, oh yeah, they gotta go. They gotta oh, get. There's like there's like there's like little feedback that I was like hearing in the background that I know that I was like Yeah, oh. like they were having like they were having a let's who we see who we can call and prank party. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was like. So I was just like, uh nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that it's me again. I was just um listening to the other caller and other things were popping in my head. Um, especially seeing the Oprah video that I think um, Spin Six Mellow was kind enough to I don't think we, me. Yeah, I don't think we actually hit up on that when you were on the line of her. Yes, and um, I I understand that she said that there are not enough viewers in daytime for her to sustain it on her network, but I was thinking back. I'm 37, and I started watching Oprah when I was 12 when she first came onto the air because she followed General Hospital. So I'm not really getting her rationale because I believe she's syndicated and she's on all different times during the day. And she has a huge following. 
And in my area, NBC4 New York, um, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, she's on, I believe, at 4 p.m. So Yeah, she's on at 4 p.m. here, too, yes. Yeah, so I don't really take that as a really thought-out excuse, especially from Oprah. So I'm just wondering what ties she has to Disney, or is she worried about the soaps kicking butt, can I say butt, kicking tail with her shows, you know, making her shows look bad? Because in the press I've seen that she's actually um, had to go back and rework some of her shows, like Sarah Ferguson's show. I heard that. I did hear that, yeah. So I'm just wondering if she doesn't want the soaps to outperform her original creations, possibly. That's a good question. That is a very good question. I I never thought of it in that realm of reality, because I know that... But if you think about it, wouldn't she be happy with that decision if the soaps did perform well? Because that's still bringing people to her network to watch, you know? I would think, but I would... Maybe, and I, I hate to speak, you know, an opinion like this because it's pretty harsh, but I'll just throw it out there. I think maybe her ego right now, I mean, that's pretty big, starting your own network, no pun intended, and then to need other shows that have been around for 40 years to get ratings, maybe it's just she's not thinking with her business mind and using her ego. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a very good question, though. I'm, I'm going to have to think about that one. I, I never thought of it. I'm going to keep you here. I'm bringing on a caller from Florida, 954 area code. You're on the line. How are you? I love 954. That's the area I was born, Coral Springs area. Hello? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I recognize the guy's voice. It's like every time, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm, am I attracting the crazies? <laughs> I think I'm interacting with crazies. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to say for like the fifth time, um, Joanne, she's going to be hosting her show in about a half an hour. I definitely want you guys to check it out. She's going to be having on Catherine Hickson on her show, and I'm sure you guys have been following her tweets, the blog that she made, all of the sort. You know, she left no stone unturned in her in her posting. So oh, definitely. Think about her. I adore her. Yeah. I- I met her and I met Michael E. Knight and Jerry Van Dorn um, and some other stars that I can't remember. I was a hostess in the Poconos while I was going to Penn State, and they came for a fan event at Caesars Cove Haven. And she and Michael E. Knight and Jerry Van Dorn, who was on Guiding Light at that time. At the time, yeah. Yep, were so, it was like 1991. The nicest people, they were actually nicer to the staff than the regular guests at the resort. <laughs> they, would, they would come into the kitchen. You know, they they were just so nice, not demanding. I mean, they, oh, my gosh, just the nicest people. And um, Catherine actually follows me on Twitter. I'm like, I have 70-some followers, and she's one of them. I'm like, how sweet is that? I love her. She's so she's such a sweetheart. Yeah. But I love the fact that she came out and told it how it is. Oh yeah, she's a class act. She is just you know a straight shooter and a class act, and that's a rare breed. Definitely, definitely. I, I'm I'm getting a request from Moore to ask me questions. I, I guess um, do I get put in the hot seat now? This will like save me from the crazies calling on the line. So I think this is good. 
Yeah. Normally, I, w- normally I wouldn't do it, but I'm like, yeah, let me let me do that. Yeah, I'm trying to save you from the crazy people. Plus, my computer's being a little funky tonight. But um, now you asked earlier mm-hmm. what you thought the solution was to one of your callers. Do you have a solution, or what you would, what would you propose in order to save the shows? If I were to salvage them in any way, shape, or form, I would definitely, as I, as I, as we said to each other, we need to cut them down to thirty minutes. If mm-hmm. there was like no other solution to keep them at an hour, I would cut them back to thirty minutes. It would still be on the air. You know, I would do them in such a way where it'd be done like Port Charles style, but not with the vampires and the angels on that stuff. We won't, we won't even do that. What I meant is that it would be done in thirteen week arcs, and then it would start like another series after thirteen weeks. So I would do it that way, and I know that the there would be a lot of the cast that would have to get trimmed if you were going to cut it back to half an hour. Right. If you cut it back to half an hour, you would have to say goodbye to some people. And that's like, that would be like the main thing that you have to think about is like, who would you cut? You really don't want to cut anybody, but who would you want to cut? Go ahead, Sophie. What were you going to ask me? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I apologize. No, that's fine. I was going to say, what do you think about the shows going into one one one-hour drama and keeping the main characters? How often would it air? Like, how often would you do it? Every day for one hour and have it be the Canes and the um, Buchanans. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I was like, yeah. Buchanan. I was going to say the Woods, Bob Woods. Woods, Bob Woods, yeah. Bob Woods all day. I mean, get it back. I like the whole mansion escapism. You know what I mean? Like, I love GH2 with the mob. Don't get me wrong. But I like the whole rich family thing. And I think that's kind of what Agnes Nixon put forth is the whole family. And, okay, these families have problems, even though they're filthy rich. And we never see a kitchen or a bathroom. (laughs) Well, yeah. I just I I even with um General Hospital with the quarter means like you were saying earlier with Stuart Demon and even though um you weren't a big Natalia Livingston um fan of her portrayal of Emily. And by the way, she's also so sweet in person. Oh my god, so nice. <laughs> she actually overslept for a fan event so she wore a coat cause she didn't have time to get ready. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's adorable. Um but just maybe have it you know, and I hate to see the people cut that aren't on the contractual roles, the people that are on recurring. Right. But if we could keep the core people, I mean, like, um, was it Maura? You were saying yeah. you'd love to see, like, Trevor St. John be a quarter mean. Well, maybe he could be, like, a, a lord, like... Right. Or, well, yeah. I mean, he, he could... St- I mean, he's so, in, you know, ingrained with, you know, Dorian and Blair and the kids and all that. You know, I... I almost consider him, you know, I mean, well, he's, and he's Vicky's brother, so he really wouldn't have to go if he did something like that, you know, and, I mean, maybe you might have to cut back, you know, like, Tomas, but send him back to right. the hospital. <laughs> right, and I'm sorry, duh, Trevor St. John does belong there, I'm sorry, I meant to say, like, somebody, like, Michael, like you know John. what I mean, just cross my, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I can't think of his real name, um. 
John McBain, who was singing today. Yeah. Really oh, awesome. oh, yeah, Michael Easton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Know, but he could go, he's another one that, you know, he's not, he hasn't been there so long that he couldn't, I mean, like they, like I said, I think now in that case with the what ifs, I think that was just, you know, a poor Charles redux thing. Um, but, well, for that one, anyway, it was, yes. Yeah, that one definitely <laughs> was. You know, I mean, they had the poster there, you know, like, but, I, you know, that's something, Sophie, that I've thought of, too, is, you know, they're both in Pennsylvania, like, They've switched. I mean, was it Sky that's gone? I mean, Sky's been on every show, but yeah, that she's gone on. You know, to you know different towns or whatever. You know, and Miranda and AJ. Yeah. When the other girl played Kelly Kramer and was married to Kevin Buchanan, didn't she end up with um, AJ with the whole um, babe thing with Jr. and um, <laughs> Bianca? Yeah. I think there was a bit of a crossover there with the yeah, switching they, of the kids. They'll they sometimes they'll show especially on all my children like this sign to like this way to Landview this way to Pine Valley like yeah they used yeah, to I do mean, a lot more they could do that I, and I wish they would to an extent you know and you know kind of get rid of the you know like I'm trying to think you know keep the yeah I say the Ford brothers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Ford brothers I like them my, too but my age but I will admit <laughs> I will admit I do like the Ford brothers they're very good actors all three they of the guys are, but yeah. I I do at times feel they are overexposed yeah but well, they're really good to do that they are good. They are good, yeah. you know, but again, they haven't been there that long. They could go to another show, no problem. Right. Um, but, you know, you could come back. I, I mean, even, you could, I hate to go this far, but I mean, you could even come back Taya, and I love her. Yeah. But, you know, there's just some people that if they wanted, if they really wanted, and that's the problem, if they don't want to save it, but if they had wanted to, they could have combined the two shows, and I think there was talk about that at some point. Um, it just didn't happen, unfortunately, or it hasn't happened. But it could. They're both in Pennsylvania, and they're, like, within, right. you know, like, one of them gets lost, they end up in the next town. So right. I think it, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. I mean, and, and you know, I, I don't know. So, Novella, if I'm turning this on you, we know how I, you feel about Brian Franz. I, <laughs> Could the yeah. man shave? If you were an executive at ABC <laughs> Disney, would it kill you to shave when you're going to do stuff on TV or get your picture taken? I mean, seriously. I Either grow the shave. beard. Shave, I got a haircut and everything. I'm not joking. I did, <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I did do all of that. But it, it's just, honestly, I think Brian Franz wants to hear Brian Franz talk. Oh, you know, yeah. it's not, it's just, you know, the, he feels, quote unquote, it's the nature of the business. I feel it's a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about the dollar dollar bills, y'all. I mean, mm-hmm. as they say in in the cash money and cash rules everything around me song. You know, but it's and just, I don't it's, think Mariel Batali is a diet chef. I believe he. So they're gonna have us watch, or not? They're gonna try to have us watch, and we're not going to the chew, oh, yeah. which is gonna be all Italian and different. Um, things from what I can see that, you know, that Mario does with Gwyneth Paltrow or whatever. And then they're going to do a weight loss show after? Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. I don't think Mario Batali is the poster child in those Crocs for weight loss. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I even said it to my mom, when I told my, my mother asked me the name of the show, and 
the shows that they were replacing them with, and I said the chew, and she was like, Yeah, what's the chew? <laughs> I think of dog food. I for some reason I don't know if it's because Kelly Ripa's dog is named Chewy, but every time I hear the chew, I think of like a dog food. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like really, you know. I mean, you know, like I said, I make an appointment to go to the gym at two o'clock every day. And I don't need to make an appointment at the gym. I just put it on my calendar so nobody else can book an appointment with me. That's <laughs> oh. and, and, yeah. can, we, can we please address um, also Rachel Ray saying oh, how excited God. she was yeah. about her I friend Mario Batali? What about her friends Ricky Paul Golden and her quote-unquote fashion buddy Greta? She acted like Greta was her best friend in the world. They came on during Greta's pregnancy. Ricky and Greta came back once the baby was born. And I tweeted her like crazy and didn't get a response. But I cannot believe if they're considered her friends, yeah. why she would then, it, again, is she a puppet of Disney? I don't know what I completely doing. forgot about that. I uh, basically, basically probably because Rachel Ray is, like, not even on the radar for me. Um, you know, of course, she came up with that statement, how she's so excited for the new shows, the replacements that will be coming on. And I'm like, why yeah, are why? you going? Why are you going to be excited? Aren't they going to be your competition? Yeah, I'll never buy anything from QVC from her again, ever. No, <laughs> I never liked her really anyway, but that just kind of pushed me over the edge. Like, really? Yeah, why would I you like say that. It's not even your place to say that. Right. I liked um, her show if it was just on, you know, and I didn't want to change it because I was doing something else because Greta was the best part of the show with the mm-hmm. makeup and the fashion and the human labs. But, ugh. Just watch Wendy Williams now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all know. But she had on One Life to Live people on her show. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, and she's yeah. on One Life to Live. What do they call her? Access Landview? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's yeah she's a big supporter, you know. And I mean, if we could get her to back the show, you know, back the cause or whatever. And I think she is to an extent. I haven't watched it lately. Um, I haven't watched. I haven't seen it lately myself. So I haven't. I, have, I haven't caught up on. She's a good person, you know. She has a big following now that she has a TV show. She had a big following as a radio show, but you know, as a TV show, she has a huge following. You know, so <laughs> I'm, I'm. It's another person that, you know. I don't know. She can't do anything, but she can at least voice her opinion, and she certainly will let you know her opinion. You know, so it. I guess my other, <laughs> and this is more about me. I'm supposed to be asking you about the questions, Noel. <laughs> um, Barbara Walters, and I don't know if I brought this up, but I meant to. Um, I, I will never watch anything Barbara Walters is on anymore, because. Like Sophie said earlier, when she was like, oh, Brian Fonz is crying, like, so emotional over this. I was like... I don't believe it. I I saw the video. No, he wasn't. Like, he was cold. He was very cold. Sorry to interject. I'll be quiet now. No, you can interject. (laughs) There was not a tear on that video. I saw it myself. Unless it was an actor playing him, which I don't think anybody would. (laughs) I think the only time that Brian Franz will have a tear is when when Pratt Falls makes those videos of Brian Franz, and then he'll just, like, have a tear in there. Other than that, there's, like, no way Brian Franz would be, like, so upset over this. I mean, he wanted out of the soap game for how long now? I mean, come on. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he ruined Soapnet. I said that years ago. Um, 
the fan club weekends are a disaster at this point. They're just too hard to get together. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's almost like Steve Burton, and not to keep going back to him, but he sees, like, the future. Like, I think he's psychic. Like, he has all these, like, other side projects going on. Like, I know I'm not going to have a job in a year or two. Like, poor You're Chuck, right. he's making a million dollars off that, like, millions of dollars off that. Yeah, he was pushing the Mona V for a while. He would right. go to New Jersey quite a bit and bring um, Bradford Anderson with him, and he'd bring yeah. Dirk with him, um, and he brought Brandon Brash with him one time, Natalia <laughs> Livingston. And, yeah, you're right. It's like he made, He said he made more money at the Mona V, which I think yeah. is kind of a pyramid scam, but whatever. Um, a pyramid scam. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm great. hearing so much about Mona V. I mean, I, I know what it is. I've read about it. I looked into it and all that other stuff. I only looked at it once, and I really just was like, okay, whatever, there it is. But, you know, I, I've been hearing the same thing you just said, that it's pretty much a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Go buy some V8, um, the one with the fruit in it, the v- fruit fusion. fusion. Yeah, yeah, and it's the same thing, and you'll see. It's the same thing? Dollars. I think it is. Yeah, of course. You know, Steve Burton was hawking it, so I had to buy it. But sure, um, but it's sure. a glass bottle. That's pretty. But the is just as good. Well, you know, and the same goes almost for Laura Wright. Like her pushing her wine. You know, and Standing Sun Wines. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's great for her. But it's like they see this coming. You know, they. I don't know. You know, how exactly what the difference is between General Hospital versus the other shows, but they kind of get it. Like, they don't want us. And maybe it's because it's written so badly and what they've done to Ingo and whatever. Then they're not stupid. I mean, Steve Burton is the furthest from stupid. You know, like... Agreed. Oh, Laura Wright is a he is smart so lady, smart. too. Nobody messes... No, yeah, they're both with extremely either one of them. bright. You know, so it's like they see they're, them coming down the road. They're and smart. They're, like, they're very smart. I mean... As, since you're mentioning Laura right at this point, you know, she was smart enough to get out of Guiding Light and went to General Hospital to take yeah. over the Carly role. I mean, she she definitely knew what she was doing when that was, when that went down. And that was a smart move on her part. Yeah. Yes. And they know you know, honestly happening. they know what's happening. They they keep they keep in touch with everything that's been going on. They're not stupid. Again, as we said, they're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. Laura Wright and the wine. I like what she's doing. She yeah. is promoting it. And the best way to do it is, of course, on Twitter. Right. You know, you know they're going to buy it, especially fans of Laura Wright. They're going to buy I it. I have some. It was good. Yeah, me too. And they have glasses and crates now. Yeah. It was yeah. Except you're paying for it and be home. Steve right. Burton makes more money doing the Mona V stuff than he probably would at General Hospital, for what I was told. He makes more money doing Mona V than GH. So if he were off the show, he definitely would not be broke. No. But he, he wanted to, he said at a fan event three years ago, he wanted to pull a Tony Gary, and he would, he bought land in Nashville. He wanted to build a home in Nashville and then just fly in for like three days a week and take it. Then the economy crashed, and I don't think he's doing that. I think no, he's I think still he in is. LA. Oh, is he doing it? Oh, yeah. Okay. From what I see on Twitter, it looks like um, he's there. He's in. He definitely has a house in Tennessee. Um, he's there at least every other week. He, maybe he's in LA a week and home a week. I don't really know how it's working, but yeah, he's home a lot. 
and he's very private, but he always has been. He um, always has been, yeah. You know, you get more <laughs> more out of Chad Duel about Steve Burton than out of Steve Burton. So, but, you know, good for, you know, at least he's not taking four-month vacations. That's all I can right. say. You know, <laughs> you know, I kind of have a hard time saying that with Trevor St. John still not being on my television. But, you know, I'll get over it. <laughs> He'll be on soon enough, that's for sure. He'll be on soon enough. Yeah, soon enough. But like I was saying, um, Barbara Walters, I, you know, I don't get it because she has the view. She's on 2020 all the time. Why does she need another show? She's how old? Didn't she want? Yeah. Why yeah, does I she think... need another show? I, again, I think it goes back to the ego. I really... I, yeah, I really do. I think that I think at some point money can only drive you so far, power and fame can only drive you so far. Then I think mm-hmm. your own internal green-eyed monster or ego just yeah. takes you over. You're right. You're right. Okay, now here's like a regu- regular okay. daytime question that we would talk okay. about if all this wasn't going on. Okay. Novelle, how are you feeling about New Jack these days? God, have you not been following my Twitter account? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. He was on this week. I didn't get your take on it this week because we've been too wrapped up in the rest of it. Oh, I tweeted about it today. Did God. you? Oh, I've yes, been, I did. I've been in puppy land, remember. I have a baby. Oh, no. I I went I went to task about New Jack today. Oh. I'm, sure, I'm sure Andrew is a nice boy. <laughs> I know Kristen Alderson saw my tweet because she tweeted me after I wrote my <laughs> statement. But it wasn't about Andrew. She asked me if I was going to the Emmys, but it was in reply to the tweet I said about Andrew. I said, I am sorry, Andrew, you probably are a nice kid, but you need to take acting lessons. I don't like how you are acting because you are not good. <laughs> no, I agree. Poor Cassie DePavia, DePavia, I'm not sure how to say it. What a wonderful... Depaiva, yeah, wonderful veteran actress, and she's got to work a bullying story with, with yeah, thing. with a brick wall. I feel that that would have been so much better. If they had a better actor in the role of Jack. I mean, as someone said before, Mick Hazen, who played Parker on As the World Turns, I definitely could have seen him in that part and playing this off. And I would have been very, very more in tune with the bullying storyline than what I am right now. I, I'm liking it. I'm liking Austin as Shane in this storyline. He's doing oh, a very good gosh, job. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt for him in that part. I, I really felt like at one point I tweeted, I just want to go to the screen and hug him. Like, <laughs> yeah, right now. me too. And, I cried. <laughs> and, all, and, and, and Andrew, oh my God, like seriously, you are just not cutting it. You really are not cutting it. And every time I hear him speak, I cringe and the mute button has to go on the TV. It's like yeah. my teeth are like scraping each other. I'm like gritting my teeth every time I'm hearing him speak because it's just he has no emotion. He has no. nothing. He's stale. He, I, I'm just like, dude has got to go. And yeah. well, he will. I, I, well, yeah, but <laughs> like make but, us hate you, make us hate you, and be a, a bully to the core, or give us a glimpse of, okay, you know, you are who you are because of your parents or because something happened to you and make us feel a little sympathy. Why did they give him a contract? They gave him a contract. They gave him a contract? They gave him a contract, yes. Yeah, he's on contract. 
See, it's this Brian Fallon sabotage at its best. I, I, hey, there it is, right there. That's, yeah, that's right. my lifelong question: is Why did he get a contract, Brian Fallon? He's trying to deal with the devil. What I don't understand is why did they bring on all of these new people or bring back old characters recast if they knew, and they knew. You can't tell me they didn't know they were going to do this. You know, we just said two weeks ago. Yeah, okay. Um, I why don't did like the casting director hire Josh and all these people and, you know, Aubrey and, uh, you know, everybody, Rama. Like, why go there if you're just going to let them all go? It's just a waste of money. I don't think at their level they knew it. I think that they were drinking the Franz Mm, disgusting Kool-Aid and just going Mm -hmm. along, and and they all just got blindsided, especially poor, like we were saying, Susan Lucci. She was um, talking about her book on the talk show circuit and saying absolutely no truth to the rumors. And I saw on Twitter that people knew it on the 10th or 11th that they were were having meetings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the cast was suspicious. Um, I think all of them were suspicious. I mean, why would they not come out and say that, oh, yeah, we're not being canceled, but it, keep calling? Like, they were probably thinking about it in the back of their head. Yeah. We could lose our jobs. We could probably lose our jobs because more and more people have been coming out saying it looks like we're going to get canceled. Deadline.com came out and said it. Um, Entertainment Weekly was coming out and saying it. You know, of course, TV Guys said it. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dayton Confidential yeah. Love them to death, but she. I, I'm like looking at it from the get go. I was like, Daytime Confidential has not failed me yet with an ABC scoop hell with any of them. Right. And I'm looking at it from the outside, and I was like, I have a feeling that they need to start yeah. doing something. Yeah. Well, I think Catherine Hicklin tweeted that as awful and as sad as it is, um, someone asked if she spoke to Michael E. Knight that it's better now that they just know than having that gauntlet and the unrest and, you know, fear every day. It's better to just know now. Yeah. hmm I'm sure it is. And you know what? I think people like um, Missy Egan saw it coming. Yeah. Probably, yeah, someone else said that to me, too, that they thought that that's probably why she got out. I think that is why. Um well, was going to. I don't know why she didn't. Well, she's Chriselle's on recurring though, so Did it was she? kind of yeah. She's not on contract. Okay. What? Who sense. tweeted the tweet that what soap villain? And this is, I don't know if it's credible or not. What soap villain? Um. Kind of had relations with an ABC executive to secure her spot on ABC Daytime. Did you guys see that like blind item type of thing? Uh, I did see that. I did not. I did see that. Um, so, and I don't know. That's, I don't That's know. Scary, I'm, yeah, like, I don't want to think about that. No, I don't, I don't want to either. I just didn't know if you guys. I bad before bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Everybody there get the Purell out. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going to have to shower now. Ew. Um, I don't know. So villain. You know, I mean, honestly... It's a chick, you said, huh? Yeah, um, it was a tweet that said, um, what so fixing... Oh, (laughs) get the Purell. (laughs) Oh, God, get a test, get a... 
I'm going to have to look for that tweet, and I'll tweet it to you. <laughs> I'm like, tweeting. I don't think I want my lunch anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. So gross. Don't you want to watch the chew now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, count me. I'm, I'm like, that's, I'm like, honestly, the curiosity is because what exactly is the chew? Like, are we going to watch people eat? Chew? <laughs> chew? Yeah, that's, is that it? <laughs> oh, my goodness. But hopefully General Mills will have their lines open on Monday because I know they're still taking calls. And I think a good sign is that Hershey, um, I was trying to call for my grandma, my mom, my sister, and I all called in. And the operators were all busy. They kept saying to call back later, where earlier in the week I was able to call with my mom and my sister and have nice conversations. So I hope that's a good sign that the lines were full all day today. I hope that. I mean, I have mixed emotions, and this didn't come up when we talked before about pulling funding. Um, Hoover totally support it because, and I think this was on uh, earlier, um, you know, they don't, put a ton of money into ABC Daytime right now. So, you know, it's not like huge. It's more of a PR stunt, and it's great. I mean, I uh, I work, right. you know, in marketing and PR, so, I, I mean, I, that's what I do. I mean, I, I, when I said I have a very dull, dry job, yeah, put that into health insurance. Woohoo. Um, so, you know, it, it's like it, it is a really good thing to do, but there is a point where it's like, it's better for us to boycott the shows, I think, in some respects. You know, like, look, Dancing with the Stars is down. Yeah, I heard that one down 13%. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge dip. That's a yep. big dip for, especially, and then come May sweeps, you know, like, that's a big deal. You know, that's going to hurt them. Um, and I, I would say no one asked. No, please ask everyone not to watch the Royal Wedding on ABC. As much as I love Diane Sawyer and I miss her in my home. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. NBC, CBS, you yeah. know, CNN, anybody. Yeah, <laughs> be on thank everywhere. you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if you can get like, if we could get two or three large companies to pull backing, it would make a huge statement. And I think that's right. the goal is to make a big statement, not to totally crash and burn the funding, but to make a statement like, look at these big corporations that are saying, hey, no, this is part of the American way of life. We're not we're not okay with that. We're here in the USA. Like, if we could get a Ford or something, that would be huge, but that's not going to happen. No. Um, you know, but Hershey or something, that'd be great, you know. And it gives validity that so fans aren't just these people that are morons and don't, you know, like you, I'm in the banking industry. Not that exciting, but I get to work from home and travel, and I've had the same job for 12 years and, you know, do really well, thank God. So it's, you know, the fact to stereotype us all is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, absolutely. That drives me nuts because the fact of the matter is the reason ratings have gone down, A, is Nielsen ratings are so antiquated, and um, when it comes to Nielsen ratings, I do know a little bit about it because they're based out of Shelton, Connecticut, not to put them on the spot, but they do have a location there, so if anybody wants to write to Nielsen, it's in Shelton, Connecticut. Oh, uh, my sister's in Fairfield County. <laughs> there you go. You could, she could drive right on over. <laughs> so, yeah, I have friends that, because I used to work down there, um, not Nielsen, but in that, like, right around the corner. 
I have friends that worked there before they went into health insurance, and it's totally rigged. You know, they worked in the advertising portion of it, and, you know, they just would sit there and watch commercials, and that's how they would rate commercials. There are no families anymore. It's just people sitting there. that They get paid to sit there and watch it. So you have people watching whatever's on at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay, but you're hiring people to do it. So you're not getting that demographic that's either working from home or a housewife or whatever. You have people that are working and saying, I watched this, check a box. You know, like, no, it doesn't make any sense. They don't count DVR viewing, which is ridiculous because, you know, Sophie, I'm sure you can't watch during the day. No, no. That's why I loved loved SoapNet when they put it on at decent hours. You know, you could clean the house and watch all five days. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I mean, I DVR, I come home, I sit down, watch, you know, my shows, take care of the babies, and, you know, that's it. And, you know, they don't count that. And, you know, Steve Burton said that last summer, I believe. He's like, you guys that are DVRing it, doesn't count. And I'm like, oh, so what do I do, leave my TV on? Like, they don't count that either. No, they don't. With digital cable and dish, I'm really surprised that they can't track. They know um, if I have a box that's down and they call me because they're afraid I sold it on eBay. Like, one box in my house is down, and I get this call. Oh, do you need a service technician? Oh, my God. You know? it's so very interesting that they can't, they aren't able to keep track of the viewing. I think they must be able to. Yeah, or they just don't care to get into that business part of it because it doesn't make them any money. Right. Exactly. But, you know, nobody watches, and like I had said to you, when I, I did send an email to Hoover, you know, thanking them, and um, I said, you know, this is the best press you can get because, you know, it's Good 75% of the people that watch soap operas just fast forward through your commercials. They're not watching them. So when you back them, you got more free press than you did when you were paying for it on ABC. Right. So, you know, that's... Well, like Spin Fixinella said, everyone please put a Hoover vacuum bag or wet vac and uh, Hershey candy in your Easter basket if you celebrate <laughs> Easter I, on Sunday. <laughs> I have Reese cups in my fridge, and they are my favorite candy, so I am oh. that with Hershey's. I don't have a vacuum anymore. Um, that I had a Bissell, and it's now gone, and now we have this this thing that my mom bought. It's not even like from a major corporation company. It's just like this stupid little big thing that we just use. So yeah. well, HSN sells them on Easy Pay and I figure if Susan Lucci has her jewelry and her face items on HSN, they must be a decent <laughs> company. So there you, you can go. go and get three Easy Pays of thirty nine ninety five. Go see you could be on HSN um promoting it stuff like that. <laughs> All right, and also one final question for this little thing. If you could wrap up these shows, if they do unfortunately come to an end and ruin most of our afternoons, um, how would you choose to end All My Children and uh, One Life to Live? That's a tough question. Yeah, it's hard. I would not know where to start at this moment right now, um, looking from the outside in. Yeah. I, of course, would have 
As far as all my children was concerned, just take it off. I'm just. I'm sorry. I would have it to such a place where, you know, Erica Kane, the grand dam of the show. I would have it in such a way where she celebrated, and you bring back all these old characters on the show. That would be, that would be able to come back. Hell, all of her husbands. Joe Martin. You know, you know, all of her husbands coming back. Yeah, I mean, like. Or even Joe Martin. You could have like a I need special, Joe Martin back. I like a final retirement party for Joe Martin. Yeah, instead of sending him off the floor because he didn't move. Mm. Like have like something where honors like the main characters of the show. Yeah. And That's have like and have like these flashbacks in, in the episodes. I make it like a maybe like a two to three day extravaganza kind of a thing to where it just celebrates the life of all my children going back in time, reliving some of the favorite moments, maybe even having like fans like call in or like call in to like vote for their favorite all my children moments and they can try mm-hmm. to get them on the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I as one life to live goes, that's a harder one. Because yeah, it's better. all good as it is right now. Like yeah. how would I how would I do that? What do you guys think about Vicky and Dorian being friends? Oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> well, that's the way it is right now. Well, right now it's Nikki, but... Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I think in, I think with One Life to Live, if I were going to end it, I mean, I like, I kind of like Vicky and Dorian being friends, and if I was going to end the show, I might end it kind of on that note, but with, like, still that tension, like, that they've always had, you know, like... Frenemies. <laughs> right, exactly. That's what I'm looking for. Um, you know, if I were going to end one life live, I, I think something disastrous would have to happen to the Buchanans, and you'd have to go through the whole history and tie everybody in together and bring everybody together or have something happen to the town because they don't do those sort of things in Landview that often, like where right. the whole town has a disaster, you know, and, you know, Basically, the town gets swallowed up. Maybe they need a tornado or something. But you know, where everybody comes together. I, it's the only thing I, I can think of to end that show because it's so good right now. Maybe that is one thing um, for One Life to Live. They've never needed the theatrics and the big right. explosions. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah, they've had amazing storytelling, and that's why they're like you were saying earlier that they're always under budget. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd end that show. Mm-hmm. I w- I wouldn't know where to start with that one. I think that's the hardest I'm one ever. Body because I have no idea. I mean, he seems to know. He said, "Hats off to him." That's yeah, sure. he seems to know, but I I have no idea how you do it. Because, yeah. But you have to bring back some key people, but most of them are still there, and that's what's great about that show. You know. Yeah, I agree. We're going to end it on this side, but I'm advising you to switch gears to Stardish Radio right now. She is about to go on the air with Catherine Hicklin right now. So it's going to be a very interesting show. I'm telling you right now, you need to listen to it. It's going to get get heated, and there's something else I know about it I can't say. There is something else that is going down on this show, most likely, but I cannot tell you what it is. Do we call it? Sorry, I'm new to all this. Um, Stardust Radio. There should Novell had a link up, I think. I retweeted it. it Thank I, you. I follow you, so I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, I did retweet it. It's from Stardish underscore live. So find that tweet, and the link is in there, as well as the phone number. Everything's included. Um, it's 
blogtalkradio.com slash Stardish. So there you go. I'm going there now. I am going to be over there screening some phone calls, and uh, we will see you guys in a bit. Screening. I'll be listening. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Bye, Nabil. Bye. Bye, Sophie. Nice seeing you. Bye. Thank you. All right. I'm heading over to Stardust Ray right now. Hopefully you guys are as well. I'm Nabil J. Lee. I'm going to be back on next Wednesday with Jeff Pruitt. He is the stuntman in the new movie, uh, Flash 5. And he was also Daniel Goddard's stunt double in The Beastmaster. So we're going to be talking to him. But I'm heading over to Stardust Radio right now. I'll see you guys later. Bye.